Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. No matter what you want it to do, the weather is going to change. Relationships are going to change. Everything in life is always changing. We don't have to work on change. Change is automatic, but progress is not. But I worked 8 to 5, and literally I'd come home, I'd get a bite to eat, and then I'd start my work at 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m., and I'd go from 6.30 to 2 a.m., and I'd get another 7, 8 hours in. And that's how I built everything in the beginning. That's honestly what's required. And to not do that is to cheat yourself. Because in the end, what we get will never make us happy. I don't care how many stars on your chart, how many Academy Awards, how much money you make. What makes us happy is progress. Progress equals happiness. If you're not growing, you're dying inside. Things, getting things is not going to make you happy. That's good news in a tough economy. It's a good reminder. You know, it doesn't matter what you get. It doesn't matter whether it be money or opportunity. All those things might excite you for the moment. You know, even a relationship, as magnificent it may be, might be exciting for a while. But if you don't keep growing, that relationship isn't going to stay exciting. So the secret to real happiness is progress. Progress equals happiness. And if we can make progress on a regular basis, we feel alive. And that's why at the beginning of the year, we get this thing like, okay, I can have this fresh start. I can really do what my soul desires. I can expand. I can grow. I can improve. I can change. Or maybe better than change, I could progress. See, think about that. Progress is an aliveness to it, doesn't it? You don't have to work at changing. People say all the time, now, well, I'm, I'm working on changing. Don't worry about it. You don't have to work on changing. Change is automatic. Your body's going to change whether you want it or not as the years go by. And no matter how hard you work, there's going to be some changes going on there. So if you want to make real progress, then you really got to look at your life in a different way. You got to say, I got to take control of this process and not just hope it's going to work out like people do who make a resolution. Because really, isn't that what they're really doing at the beginning of the year? They're saying, well, here's my resolutions for the year. And they really basically tell you their wishes. It's their wish list. It's what they hope it all comes together. And then they call it a resolution, but they don't know what a resolution is. When you resolve something, to have a resolution is to resolve it. When you resolve, this is how it's going to be. That's when you cut off any possibility except the thing you've committed to. It's like the old adage, if you want to take the island, you burn the boats. Because when you burn those boats, there's no going back. You're going to find a way to make things work. And most people, they're stating what they hope will come together. And if it doesn't happen, then they're disappointed. But they're not too disappointed because they're not too vested. What does it take to successfully create a lasting change in your life? To not only have a New Year's resolution you follow through on, but really have a lasting change. Well, the first step for lasting change is very much like making a New Year's resolution. Fundamentally, it's the same. The first step is you've got to have a vision. A vision for what it is you really, truly want. Not what you think you want or what you should have. I mean, what are most people's New Year's resolutions? Oh, I'm going to stop eating sugar. You know, I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. The problem with that is it's not very inspiring for most people. You know, it's not telling you what you're going to get. It's only what you're not going to do. And it's kind of hard to have you move forward with that. A vision is about what you're here to create. A vision that really works is one that excites you. If you say, well, my, you know, my resolution, my goal, my outcome for this month, this week, this year is to lose X number of pounds, that's okay, but it's not very compelling. It has to be a compelling vision. It's got to have something that has the power to pull you, not something you have to push yourself to do. Those are two different kinds of motivation. Push requires willpower, and willpower never lasts. What will last is pull. Having something so exciting, so attractive, so something you desire so much, that you have a hard time going to sleep at night and you get so up early in the morning to rock it and take it to the next level. 
That's what you're looking to create. And that isn't easy to get. But one of the reasons we do seminars and events and we say, you know, why do that? Why isn't why not just read a book or something? Is because when you get an environment where you're with people that are being put in a peak state, like when you're going to a sporting event, if you watch a sporting event at home, it might have a certain level of excitement. But when you're in a stadium with 50,000 people, suddenly it has a whole different level of intensity. And we feel that. And the bottom line of our follow through comes down to our emotional intensity. In a different state of mind, you're going to come up with a much better and a more exciting vision than if you're sitting on the couch going, okay, what are my new resolutions for this year? And you're doing it the morning after the new year has started and you're a little inebriated. <laughs> and the football game's on in the background. Probably not going to have the power of focus there. Probably not going to have the power of the energy to create something that's going to pull you for this year. And you've got to do that. So it's got to be a vision that's compelling. Something that you know it's going to be a gift to make sure that it happens. And also, along with that compelling vision, you've got to have strong enough reasons that you're going to follow through when the going gets tough. That's one of the biggest things missing for most people. They say, oh, this is what I want to do. It's not very exciting. It's not very compelling. But most importantly, they don't have strong enough reasons to push themselves through what's going to be necessary to get that dream, to get that goal when the inevitable challenges come up, when you're starving, hungry, and you're trying to go on a diet, right? When you've got no time and you're stressed out and you haven't worked out still, and that's what you're supposed to do. When the economy gets tight and what you thought you were going to do doesn't work and so you give up on the goal instead of finding another way to get there. You don't let the fear take you over if you've got strong enough reasons. Those reasons can be positive or those reasons can also be negative. They can be, if I don't do this, this is going to cost me. And if I do do this, this is what I'm going to gain in my life. Reasons come first, answers come second. If you get a compelling vision and you've got strong enough reasons that will push you through the tough times, you're going to do things other people don't do. Instead of collapsing, even if you get off target, you won't go, oh, I blew it. You'll get right back on target, make the change, make things happen. And I know you've done this in many areas of your life. Just think about it again. I'm, I'm not teaching you something really new here today. I just want to remind you of what your soul knows. You've got to change. You've got to improve. And you've got to go through a simple process fundamentally to make that progress. First step, vision that's compelling. Second step, make sure that there's strong enough reasons to follow through. Third step, You've got to review it and feel it every day. I mean, anything. Have you ever had this happen in your life? Has there been anything in your life that you've ever wanted so badly? You were so desirous of it. You had such a hunger for it that you couldn't stop thinking about it. It could have been a career move. could have been when you were a kid, a, a car. It could have been a relationship. It could have been anything. But you were obsessed. You wanted to make this happen. You wanted to attract this to your life. You, wanted, you just wanted something. And you didn't even know how to get it. But it was so compelling to you. You kept thinking about it every day, envisioning it, imagining it, feeling it. And then stuff happened. And suddenly you started to attract people or situations to your life, and it just came together. Like, you didn't even have a total plan. It was just that it was so a part of your focus with so much intensity and emotion so often that it sensitized you to notice anything that could get you there. There's a part of your brain called the reticular activating system. For short, we call it the RAS. That part of your brain determines what you notice in the world. And it's really important because when you set a goal, when you get really clear on a vision, there's strong enough reasons, and you review it enough, and it becomes a part of you, that part of your brain says, anything that relates to this, I need to notice. It's like, did you ever buy a certain kind of car or maybe a, a certain outfit, and suddenly you see that car everywhere, those outfits everywhere? Well, you know, the cars were always around, but why do you see it now? Because your RAS knows this is important. This is part of my world now. Similarly, when you really get clear and it's compelling and you're reviewing it every day, got strong reasons and you're reviewing it every day and you're feeling it, 
the brain becomes incredibly acute at noticing anything to get you to move forward. And so that's the power of this. So, you know, what do people do with a New Year's resolution? They come up with something they kind of want. It's not a compelling vision. They don't really have strong enough reasons. And they never review it again until they notice that they broke what they said they really want to have make happen because they didn't really resolve. If you resolve, you got the vision, it's compelling. You review it daily and you feel it. You envision it and you experience it. Simple as it sounds. Now, ultimately, what is this really about? Ultimately, if you're going to have lasting change in anything, you're really talking about just raising your standards. I mean, I always tell people, if you want to know how to change your life, I give it to you in three words, boring as it sounds, raise your standards. Well, what does that mean? Corny as it sounds. Raise your standards. Well, thank you for the breakthrough thought, Tony. I'm glad I wasted my time watching this little email with you. But think about it. Lasting change is different than a goal. You don't always get your goals, but you always get your standards. Maybe it would help you is to think about it this way. I try to explain standards to people with a different set of words. Think of it as everybody in life gets their musts. They don't get their shoulds. But think about it. Most people have a list of shoulds, don't they? Don't you have a list of the shoulds, things you should do, you should follow through on? I, I should lose some weight. I should work out more. I should make more calls. I should respond more rapidly to my email. Whatever, you know? I should get into the office earlier. I should be, you know, more confident. Whatever your should list is, people love to have their should list be met, but it's kind of like New Year's resolutions. If it does, it's really exciting, but if it doesn't, which is most of the time, eh, it's a little disappointing, but you kind of know it's not going to happen. But when you decide something is a must for you, an absolute must, when you cut off any possible, you say, I'm going to find the way or I'm going to make the way. Human beings, when they resolve things and they make a real resolution inside themselves, which is they raise the standard and they make it a must, they find the way. Think about it in your own life. Haven't you had some area of your life where you raise your standard and your life has never been the same? Maybe at one time in your life you smoked cigarettes or you did something and you did it for years and you kept trying to change it, trying to change it and kept telling yourself, I should. And then one day something happened. Something just clicked you over. Something took you over that kind of tipping point. And inside yourself you said, no more. And it was a very, very different experience, wasn't it? Something inside of you shifted and what was a should became a must and you've never gone back. Is there an area like that in your life you can think of? Again, did you ever smoke cigarettes? Did you ever eat a certain way, drink a certain form of alcohol, and then finally say no more, and you just don't go back? And notice this, it doesn't really take any willpower anymore. Because somewhere when we make this click, when we make something a must, we attach ourselves to it. It becomes part of our identity. And one thing I've learned in the last, gosh, 33 years of working with people from now over 100 countries, 4 million people, is human beings absolutely follow through on who they believe they are. If you say, said to me, well, I'm really going to work hard to stop smoking, but, you know, I've been a smoker my whole life, and I'm, you know, I am a smoker. I know your days are numbered. You're going to be back smoking cigarettes again because we all act consistent with who we believe we are. I tell people the strongest force in the whole human personality is this need to stay consistent with how we define ourselves. What more motivation do you need than that? I'll tell you what more motivation you need uh, if you're striving to be your best self and unlock the power from within you. You can now channel the inspiration of Tony Robbins. So if you need none of that motivation, you can just Uber his luxury private jet experience. No problem. Tony can help you there as well. He's just uh, released his private jet charter onto the market and you can hire it. 
like an Uber for VIP use. I hope uh, if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what else will. So let's go back to our poll. We asked you about your New Year's resolution. It's a tradition, most common in the West as well as the East. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. 20% of you said yes. 65% no. And 15% say it won't be effective. So I just hope that we can change the poll tomorrow and have a reverse of that, that hopefully you will have um, plenty to build on your resolution because setting goals that are achievable, come on, you can do it. And then we also had a poll with uh, the triple play, Who Did It Better? It was the Get Me Home track done by Eugene Wilde, Foxy Brown, and Chris Eccles. And guess what? Foxy Brown, the Trinidadian rapper, just killed it. 44% uh, beats the likes of um, Eugene Wilde, who got 33, and uh, Chris Eccles coming in last with 22%. Foxy Brown, I think she does quite a lot of... Um, Collabs with the likes of Nicki Minaj. I mean, both from Trinidad. So, must be something about Trinidad and rapping. And that's how we wrap up the show here on Sound Awake. Looking forward to joining you again tomorrow in for Asanda Beda as we head to um, the news desk on the top of the hour, followed by Sunrise with Oliver Dixon. I'll be on the news desk with sports together with uh, bringing you everything and more. We'll keep you covered here. On SAFM. A big thank you to the team. That's Zelma Tribi. She's on technical and uh, not forgetting Joey Lahodi as well, putting the show together. And uh, let's not forget, we had that uh, all important quote of the morning. Who can forget that it came from the rocker himself? You know him? by Mick Jagger and uh, he's been famous for a lot of things and one of that is having many 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 children but he's also had some uh, plenty of good hits uh, with the likes of the Rolling Stones so he's the one today that uh, pulled out all the stops in terms of giving us our quote of the morning which was lose your dreams and you might lose your mind on that note I bid you farewell I'll see you on the other side of six o'clock.